You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 61 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here once again with my two comedian co-hosts, James and Cody. What's going on, guys? Not much. How you doing? What was that? Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) All right. (laughs) He's trying something new. Yeah. Uh, So what's up, guys? Oh. Not much, just you know. Not much. We are re- we're recording on a Tuesday, not our normal night. Uh, we didn't record last weekend, so um, we wanted to get an episode in. We can't record next weekend, so figure we'll do it when we can. So you're getting us on a Tuesday, March thirtieth. Yeah, I don't know when it'll be uploaded, so you may be listening to it on Friday. Who knows? But uh, right now it's March thirtieth. So cool. Um, we're here almost to talk to April. Disney. Almost in April. April Fool's Day yep. is Thursday. Yeah. So, you guys got any pranks planned for anybody? Don't All tell me if, what they are. If, if anyone sends me a text saying that Disneyland is going to open to non California residents on Thursday, I'm going to be pissed. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get I my hopes up, guys. Know. Don't get my You're hopes up. Note. Send James text on no Thursday. better than to release important information on that day. Yeah. Yes. They you either would do so. it Wednesday or Friday. I think they would refrain from posting it on Thursday because there'd be people out there that would discredit it, even right. if it was true. True. Yeah. That is true. That is true. So uh, I'll I'll refrain from sending you any text on Thursday. <laughs> I say, hey, guess what I seen on Facebook, James? Yeah, guess what they just announced. I'll be like, yes. They announced no California residents for one year. Yeah. (laughs) I could see Uh, that happening. I'm still so bummed about that news. Although they keep changing the tiers and everything. I hope that they change it before they open and say, guess what? Non-California residents can come to. I hope. Right, because they are gonna up, they're gonna update a tier tomorrow, I believe, which would allow Disney to be at twenty five percent. But as long as they're in the colored tiers, there's no the one of the restrictions is no non California residents can attend. So, but um, if all those people from out of state want to come shop at Downtown Disney or dine at Downtown Disney, yeah, come on down to them, yeah. Or you if, can just wave at all the locals going into Disneyland. Or if before Disneyland opens, you're attending a Touch of Disney event. They didn't care where you were from. Yeah. So no. You could go. <clears throat> just but if you're going to ride a ride, it just doesn't make you sense. You better be a local. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. That is crazy. That is crazy. And not even a local. Cause like, like we mentioned before, I mean, James is closer than somebody say from Northern California. Yeah. Well, yeah. But he's in a different state. I mean, yeah. So it's not, it's not a distance factor. It's just for whatever reason, they believe that the people within their borders are safer than outside their own border. Yeah. They're, they're mistaken. Even though it's not like they've been cut off. Like, cause like you said, people from out of state are going to touch a Disney. There's interstate travel going in and out of California on a daily. Yep. It'd be different if nobody was allowed to enter the state unless you had documentation that said you could or are allowed for whatever reason, then that'd be a different story. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe they'll say you have to be vaccinated to go. You got to show your vaccinated yeah, your in passport. Vaccinated they're going to require the passport. And in Florida, <laughs> the governor's like, I don't think so. Let's not talk about this right now. Jason's not in a good mood. Let's not go there. <laughs> I've seen some no, of his I'm posts in, on Facebook. I just let's not even go there right now. I'm in a, I'm in a great, I'm in a great mood. That just means I, I don't go to Disneyland and I'll just make Walt Disney World my new home park. So that's fine uh, with me. But no, you know, no, yeah, yeah, I did post something about that, didn't I? Start advocating for, uh, uh, Disney Park in Texas somewhere. Yeah. There you Good. go. Yeah, Florida, Florida's doing it right. Florida's been open forever, so. Yep. Yeah, since July of last year with yeah. no issues. And that's the thing. It'd be different if things were getting if, – if it was like an outbreak center every other week, but it's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So speaking of Disneyland, let's uh, let's talk about Disneyland Forward. I know uh, Cody and – Cody James and I were texting about it when it was announced on Facebook that – Oh, I was all excited. This. Yeah, I was all excited, wasn't I? Yeah, you yeah. were. You were excited. Yeah, take my money. You, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my spin on it, what I think it is, and then you guys can you guys can uh, you guys can chime in. Uh, okay. Basically, it's a plan for the future. It's not anything that's happening. Uh, I saw the I saw the year 2023 mentioned that uh, not that they're building anything, but that's kind of. They're looking at getting things changed within the city of Anaheim. And they've got a whole website, DisneylandForward.com. Um, and when I clicked on this this section here, I think it's the, uh, the project and then history section. It says, in the 1990s, the city of Anaheim approved specific plans that would guide the growth of the Disneyland Resort and businesses in the newly formed resort area. Um, those plans resulted in major improvements to the whole Anaheim Resort, Anaheim Resort, uh, their traditional district zone approach, though, that they used back then does not allow for Disney to integrate more experiences like for theme park visitors in what they want to do in the future. Basically, the, the way they have it set up now is they have they have different districts laid out. They have a theme park district, a hotel district, parking district, and then a future expansion district. And from what I'm gathering, Disney is trying to get with the city of Anaheim to change the way they're allowed to build things. Because right now, if they want to build something in the theme park or theme park related, it has to be in the theme park district. They can't they can't go into the hotel district or any parking district because the district isn't set up for something with the theme park. It says approvals generally require new hotels to be located in the hotel district and traditional theme park uses to be located in the theme park district. But they say now guests want a more integrated experience for their entirety of their stay. So they're 
it's different than it was in the nineties where people would go for, you know, one day and go to Disneyland and then go home. Uh, they're trying to make it more of a, I think, a not as big as a Walt Disney world type thing, but where you, where you stay for days and you have different things that you can do. And right now they can't build with the limited space. They have something new for the theme park. Cause if they do that, they have to take something out or try to fit it into the tiny spaces that they do have left. And you know how people get mad when you, when you remove things. I mean, um, so that's what I think this is. And it was put out to the press. They had, I guess, a little press conference with, you know, obviously, uh, the, the papers in Orange County, LA County, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I know a lot of people on Facebook started talking about, Oh, we're getting a third gate and this and that. And, uh, I don't think, I mean, we possibly could, you know, people were saying, I want a water park. I want this. And, you know, by, by 2021 or by the end of this year, we're going to have all, all these things. And it's not really, it's kind of a, a way forward for this, uh, for the Disneyland executives to work with the city of Anaheim to get things done. Cause right now they don't, there is very limited space and they, they acknowledge that in the, uh, in the, uh, the website that I was looking at, it says, uh, without broadening the uses allowed with e within each of our districts, or demolishing or replacing many beloved theme park attractions, further integrated development and the theme park and theme park investment are not possible. So I think this is a way forward for them to get the rules changed so they can kind of do what they want. You know, if they want to turn Toy Story lot into something other than a parking lot, you know, they're allowed to, or the city of Anaheim isn't restricting them. So that's what I got out of it. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I don't know what, what did you guys see? Well, basically Crickets. I think it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my professional opinion. It's a bunch of crap. <laughs> no, it was funny because they started announcing yeah. this and all these different sites start putting up all these different pictures and possibilities of uh, where another park could go or maybe an expansion of the park and this and that, get everybody all excited. And then it's like, like you say, I think the the reality is it's a lot more low key. And as you mentioned, you know, Disney working with Anaheim, I know there's been problems in the past. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Disney had that big, huge hotel they were going to put on, uh, put there somewhere in the downtown Disney area. Right. Uh, but but the, Anaheim. I think the, yeah. The issue the with that, it was, it was going into a parking lot area that yeah. wasn't zoned for hotels. So. Yeah. So I think you're right. They're trying to just... I don't know, play nice or something. I don't know what it is, but it's a bunch of crap because it got me all excited thinking there was going to be another park from all these stupid sites that I thought were credible. And then I'm like, what the heck, man? Yeah. <laughs> so that's my so thoughts on it. <laughs> before, before Cody shares, shares, uh, shares his, I'll give you an example. So I just pulled up the LA Times article about this and their headline okay. is new planet Disneyland calls for squeezing in more rides, restaurants and shops. And they have this, cool conceptual re rendering from Disney. And it says Disney announced a proposal to overhaul its Han Anaheim resort with new attractions and shops and restaurants and entertainment. This rendering shows the addition of attractions and shops around the Disneyland hotel and Disneyland paradise pier. Now, granted that the picture that they're showing is in on the Disneyland forward website, but they make it seem like, Hey, they're, they're, they're adding all this stuff in, you know? Yeah. Um, it and there's, there's always, 
there's always yeah, been go. rumors of things going on at Disneyland and expansion. I mean, I, I know years and years ago they were talking about the uh, one of the corners down the street, Harbor in, I don't know, Catella or something where they have Catella. the- yeah, where they have a cast member parking. I, I heard that they were going to convert that into a like a water park, similar to one of the water parks they have in Florida. So, I mean, there's always rumors going on about expanding and new things coming in. And obviously, they're pretty landlocked there in California. They don't have a lot of room. But, yeah, I was all excited that day. Yeah. Yeah, I know you were. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Jason <laughs> bursted my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you think Cody um, from the the research that I've done and the things that I've read up on uh, I, I definitely think it's more or less what Jason has said this is a proposal uh, uh, from Disneyland to the city of Anaheim of saying hey Despite everything, our history that we've already been through together, this is what we would like to do. These are our hopes. These are our ambitions of things that we would like to accomplish within the next 10 years. And that's that's really open-ended, too. Um, none of this is any official rides that they're announcing. No saying Disneyland in 10 years will have a Zootopia land or a frozen land or a tangled land. None of that. They're not announcing lands. They're not announcing rides, experiences. Um, they've said pretty, from what I can tell it's, it, or I think it says pretty clearly on the website that it's not going to be a third gate. If they, if Disney gets what they want with between now and the next 10 years, it won't be a third gate. It'll just be an expansion of both Disneyland and DCA. Uh, but the biggest thing is Disney has to, in order to do any of this, Disney and the city of Anaheim need to be friends or at the least allies. Um, Cause some of the issues that they've had within the last few years with the, the new five-star resort, hotel that they were going to put in downtown Disney and the Eastern gateway project with the, the parking garage that they were going to put on the East side of Harbor and the pedestrian bridge um, to the Esplanade, bring all those people over without having to use the crosswalk on Harbor, uh, a very similar pedestrian bridge like we have in, in uh, downtown Las Vegas on the strip where people can go up and over the street without having to, use crosswalks and potentially get hit by vehicles. Um, a lot of the issues they've had before is zoning issues. Um, the way land has been zoned for as long as they've been zoning land, as far as I can tell, most of it has all been a single use. It gets zoned for agriculture. It gets zoned for commercial. It gets zoned for residential. Um, what Disney wants to do is get some of this to be zoned as multi-purpose gives them the flexibility to do whatever they want with it. If they want to make a hotel and uh, shopping and dining district, they can do that because normally how things stand, that's a mixed zone. You couldn't put that all in the same area. Um, in Disney world, uh, because of the way they have Disney world set up and the things they did, 
50 years ago when they first were building the park and the kind of authority that the Disney company has in Disney world, they have a lot more leniency with zoning and things like that. Disneyland in California, they are very constricted by the local government in Anaheim. In the past, one of the major um, enemies Disney had was the city of Anaheim. The mayor of Anaheim, those businesses on Harbor saying, no, you can't take our foot traffic away. That's what fuels our business. And so they fought really hard on that whole Eastern Gateway project because they needed the foot traffic. Something that's changed within the last little while, I'm not sure when the new city of Anaheim um, came into that position, but apparently this new Anaheim mayor is wants to be friends with Disneyland. He wants to make the city of Anaheim better, and he knows that Disneyland is the way to do that. Disneyland can help the city, and I think Disneyland announced this 10-year project, so to speak, now, well before they even open the park, is because I think now more than ever, the city of Disney or of Anaheim realizes just how important Disneyland is for the entire city. And so now, by announcing it now, Disney has a bargaining chip with the city. They're saying, now you see what we bring to the city. Because without us, who's in Anaheim? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody working here. Nobody. And there's some people that live here, but most of them worked right in that area. Or I'm sure some people work elsewhere, but there's not the uh, revenue coming into the city like there used to be. And the biggest contributor is the fact that Disneyland's been closed for a year. So now they can say, hey, we can be better. We can do better. We can bring more people, more revenue, not only for us, but for the whole city. And here's what we need from you to help us achieve that. Help me help you help me help you. Right. Yeah. I, I went farther down in this uh, article. Like, like Cody mentioned, he was mentioning money. Uh, and this, this was brought up in the article. The city of Anaheim anticipates a $108 million deficit for the fiscal year that ends in June, mostly due to the steep drop in hotel occupancy taxes, according to city officials. Uh, they did receive some federal funds to help with that. There's some other money they're getting. Uh, but then it goes on to say the resort, which opened in 1955, generates about $8.5 billion in economic impact annually and supports more than 78,000 jobs in Southern California. So, not just actually Anaheim specific, but Southern California as a whole. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of jobs. If yeah. Disneyland wasn't there, what would Anaheim be like? You know, orange groves. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they'd be they'd be houses by now. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I don't know if if like you said, Disneyland put this out now to be like, hey, look, City of Anaheim, we need to start working together because look what happened last year. You didn't have us. You know, not by your fault or our fault, but um, we need to play nice together. So I think it's pretty good timing right. that they're putting it out. So um, I, I mean, the website's very interesting just to just to go through it and see what they're planning and what you know. Um, uh, you know, they 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 mention park expansion, then they 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 go into detail of some other parks around the world that have different things like. 
you know, maybe we could get a frozen land or a tangled area or something with Peter Pan. So I think they, they kind of Zootopia is on here too. Uh, yeah. Toy Story land, Tron. Um, and and it's, people, yeah, it's, I think people saw very those open-ended. Yeah. People saw those postings and then started running with it. Oh, we're getting a Toy Story land We're you know, Tron's coming to California. No, slow yeah. down. Uh, <laughs> Clickbait. Yeah. 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 They read, they read the the headline of the LA Times article that says, you know, Disneyland is squeezing in more rides. So, uh, and they don't want to take out classics. You know, they don't want to remove stuff. Um, but if they don't get the, if they if the, if the them and the city can't work together and they can build what they want where they want in their area, you know, to to stop from becoming too stale, they're going to have to remove things that maybe yeah you know people like you know, um, so. I think it's just a way, a way forward, just a plan for the future. And hopefully them and the, like you said, them in the city of Anaheim can work together. They can be friends. So, uh, cause it's not like they can really pack up and leave and go to Texas, you know? <laughs> no. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's Disneyland four. So if, if you want to read some information about it, www.disneylandford.com. Um, I, I Googled Disneyland Ford and that, that link did not come up. I, I had to go through like three or four pages before I actually got that link. I couldn't remember what it was, but then I was like, Here, just let me try disneyland4.com and it, it came up. So it's not something that they're really, you know, I got it from a guy on Facebook. He's like, Hey everybody check out this link before you get too excited. So I went and checked it out and that's, that's when I sent it to, to you guys. So, um, but yeah, interesting. <laughs> I burst James's bubble. So, Yes, oh. I was all excited. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. still reason to be excited. Oh yeah, still yeah. reason to be hopeful. Yeah, I mean, if if they can all work together and play nice and get some of those zoning uh, restrictions changed, um, and where the city will say, "Yeah, let's make this zoning multi-purpose," you know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know what all goes into to making that sort of change, but say that they do that and Disneyland has the flexibility to, to do what they want to do. And none of it's going to happen overnight. There's a lot of things that have to be moved and demoed. And uh, as of right now, they might have a few ideas on, on napkins or something, but it's not like they have a whole portfolio of uh, ride designs and land designs. It's, it's very, very early stages, but I think right now they, they had to have something. It's like when, Walt and Roy would go to the bank, uh, you know, 70 years ago, they had to have something to show the city saying, Hey, this is what we want to do. These are our hopes, our ambitions. Can we work together? Yeah. Yeah. So, so another thing I wanted to bring up, I, I just saw a quick, quick article. If you go to Disneyland and you're a single rider, uh, those lines are probably never coming back. So I just wanted to burst your bubble there too. So uh, single That's rider lines me. you'll I've, probably I've never, never see again. I never <laughs> use those lines. So I'm fine. I've used them. I've, I've used them once in a while, uh, especially when it used to be California screaming and mm-hmm. me and Jordan want to go on it a few times before it closed. We would just jump in the single, single rider line and get right on. And basically what that is, and they would fill in spots that were empty with the single riders. Well, with the whole, social distancing thing and not wanting to be close there. They're just going to do away with that. I don't, I yeah. don't ever see it coming back. So um, well, it'll come back. 
Someday it'll come back. Recently, so. before they closed, like within recently, as in like the last couple, two, three years, the single rider line for Screaming or now Incredicoaster was getting really long. It was. Like yeah. I'd see it sometimes, and it was going halfway up the boardwalk yeah. towards yeah. Abominable Snowman, Yellow Snow Cones. Right. And it was yeah. like, dang, like I'd rather just stand in the 40 minute line because it might be faster, you know, than waiting for a hundred right. single seats to, to go through. Yep. I remember Ooh. back in the day when we did it, you know, there'd be like three people in line. Yeah. It would be yeah. us three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I've done it with you before me, yeah. you and Jordan would. Yeah. Yep. Cause what, I mean, yeah, it's, I guess it's cool to hang out in line together and talk, but once you get on the ride, you're not discussing anything. So you might as well just get on and go. So, I mean, you get your picture taken with some strangers, but yeah, so you just do something stupid so they don't want to buy the picture. Yeah, <laughs> so, look at that guy. Why is he showing us his breasts? You know, so James used to try to do that all the time. No, that reminds me of Rob right there. He did that on Splash Mountain, they wouldn't let us get the did picture. He? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> We, yeah, we went to look at the picture. He lifted his shirt. We went to look at the picture and it said, your picture washed away. We went, I, I pretended like I didn't know who he was. I went up to the cast member at the photo place. I was like, I don't see my picture there. <laughs> she's looking at this. She's like, oh, yeah, there was someone in the boat that did something they weren't supposed to do. And I was like, oh, come on. Can I get it for, for me and my wife? She's like, no, sorry. <laughs> It makes me wonder if there's someone that has to look at every photo and manually block it, or if the system's smart enough to be like, look, nipples, bam, bam. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, I, I, at one point, I mean, there's pictures there's pictures that I've got out on, on you know social media and stuff. So I'm guessing yeah. there's somebody that looks at those and then saved it for themselves and be like, hey, I'm posting this later somewhere, but. I'm yeah. sure if they found out who it was, yeah. they would get fired. But uh, I think there's a whole website I've seen some of that. to that, isn't there? There probably is. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that's all I got on Disneyland and COVID and going back single rider lines. There was some new Disney shows in the last couple of weeks uh, brought out on Disney Plus. So is it Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh, they've had what two episodes so far? Two. Co- Cody two seen so them far. both. I haven't seen them yep. yet. I don't know if James has seen them. I saw the first one, not the second one yet. Okay, so I'm the one lacking. Uh, yeah, you're slacking. Time. Yeah. I've just been really busy. But I did check out the new Mighty Ducks Game Changers. So. Oh, I haven't seen that one. How's it? That one I really enjoyed. I really yeah. enjoyed. I loved it as well. I watched that too. Yeah, we'll have to start talking about them once we all seen them. But I, I would recommend if you haven't seen the Mighty Ducks movies – uh-huh. to to watch those first because some of the things at least from the first episode uh kind of references the mighty ducks movie um so you know i'll leave it at that and then i'll let you go watch it but i thought it was really good i mean you know, i'm not a i'm not a huge hockey guy but i love mighty ducks uh right. the movie the movie not the ho- hockey team in anaheim so <laughs> well on, uh, on disney plus now if you go into like like if you go to like your the search tab or whatever, and when you're on that search screen, it, it shows you like all the different collections. Mm. There's now a Mighty Ducks collection on Disney Plus. 
Yeah, I did see that. I didn't click on it. Does it have all the movies in it? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, then so the the one episode of the, the new one episode, show. Which we'll get the we'll get the new episode this Friday. So. But yeah, I I was in, interested in it because it was uh, about hockey and hockey. I I follow, yeah. and uh, I I've known about the movies. I haven't actually ever watched any of the Mighty Ducks movies. Now I want to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. At least watch the first. At least watch the first one. I just watched the first one last week. Uh, it just I just happened to be flipping channels on, and it was there. So. Have you watched um, Miracle? Yes. Yeah. That's a good movie too. It is a yeah. good movie. We should just, we I should do something where we talk that. about Disney sports movies. There you go. Yeah, yeah Disney has some good sports movies. Miracle, uh, Remember the Titans. That's a great movie. If you, yeah, it's if a you really like good football. movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, is We Are Marshall, is that made by Disney? Ooh, I want to say it is. Um I love I love that movie too. It's um, a good movie. We are Marshall. I'm looking it up right now. I'm gonna. It is a no. It's a Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. There's a baseball one called I think it's The Rookie. I think that's Disney. Um, that's actually based on a true story about a Texas baseball coach that tries out for the majors and makes it. Yeah, it's Walt Disney Pictures, Buena Vista distributed. So, yeah, they've got quite a few sports movies. Um, but yeah, Miracle is good. Rimmer of the Titans is good. Angels in the Outfield? Is that Disney? Yeah, no. yeah. Is that, is that Warner Brothers too? Is no, I it? Think uh, Disney. I think it is Disney. That's a good see. one. Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, that's made in 1994. Yeah, that's that's old. Yeah, it's Disney. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's quite a few. I mean, you you could just oh, Cool Runnings, Jamaican bobsled team. I mean, you can't oh, yeah. you can't get better than a Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, Airbud. So does that Air classify as a uh, sports movie? <laughs> sure. Right. We're going sure. way off the rails now. <laughs> as soon as we got to Airbud. <laughs> Bring it back, guys. Bring it back. That, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a that's a classic. If I we mean, ever do a thing where we're watching Disney sports movies and Air Bud is included in that, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Don't forget about Air Buddies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Just off the top of my head, a couple more Disney sports movies: uh, McFarland USA about track and or about running. Oh, yeah. uh, their Secretariat horse racing. Secretariat. Invincible about a guy who tries out a bartender from Philly tries out for the Eagles and makes it. Oh, that's a good um, movie. Yeah. Uh, glory road. Um, oh, glory road. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, game plan with the rock, which is more of a comedy, but it's okay. It's sports. Yeah, I, I was steering away from the, the lane with uh, air bud, but <laughs> game plan. Game plan's more of a sports movie than air bud. So. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Yeah, the then world's you go, greatest athlete. Yeah, one of Cody's favorites is the Ice Princess. <laughs> All right, so let's get back on topic. Okay, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we we're talking about Disney movies, so we kind of are on topic. But 
You're talking about some yeah. Disney shows, right? Yeah, yeah, Disney show, the the Mighty Ducks one, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, those are the two I think that have come out the most recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't had time yeah. to check them out. So, besides, I'll be keeping up Mighty with Ducks. with both of those on a weekly basis as much as possible. Now, Falcon and Winter Soldier is only six episodes, right? From what mm-hmm. I know, yeah. Okay, and yeah. it's only going to be one season. Just as far like, as I know, most of these okay. Marvel shows are just going to be singular season. Have you seen how many seasons or how many series or how many episodes the Mighty Dex is? Because I have not. No, I haven't seen and I haven't looked it up. I don't know if it says on IMBD. I'm looking on there now and I don't see anything. It just says the next episode, season one, episode two, coming out this Friday. Okay. So, uh, Oh, let me see. Hold on. Here we go. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They've got ten episodes listed on IMDb. For no titles. Yeah, no titles for episode seven through ten, but they have titles for up to episode six. So going all the way through twenty eight May of twenty twenty one. So cool. I saw they just announced a bunch of cast members that are going to be part of Obi Wan Kenobi. Did you guys see that? I did see that. I did not know. Yeah, you got Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader, so that'll be didn't, interesting. Didn't he take a lot of heat for? Yeah, he I was mean, in the lava. I mean, come on. Well, that's not what I meant. But like, <laughs> oh come on, that was. <laughs> uh, I meant like, like I mean, not as far as like like Jar Jar Binks heat, but wasn't he criticized a lot? Yeah, he I was. Don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah was but I mean, to be <laughs> fair, a lot of people were criticized in the prequels <laughs> and in the last three. I mean, everyone was yeah. criticized. So That's he did okay. Are. I think he did okay. I know people say that they watch him and that they cringe and that he's a horrible actor, but I think he did okay. Yeah, I think oh. uh, the Obi Wan show is going to be great. I think Hayden Christensen is going to be great. Yep. I think it's going to blow everybody's socks off. It's going to be the bee's knees. It's going to be the yeah. top of the town. The bee's knees. Pulled out, pulled out the bee's knees. <laughs> I'm not even going to waste time. I'm not even going to wear socks. <laughs> James is pre-socks blown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. So when is that supposed to be? I don't know. They're um, supposed to start filming here pretty soon, so it's got to be a, next year. Next There's year no way it's going to come out this year. Yeah, it'll be next year sometime. Okay. All right. Well, that's all the news I got, guys. You got anything else? Nope. Nothing Cody? worthy to note. No. Nothing worthy to note. All right. Well, let's move on to our main topic before it gets too late here. Um, which is the next movie in our Disney animated feature film pursuit. Uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Mission to watch all the movies from Snow White to whatever is going to be the newest one in a year or two. Cause that's probably how long it'll take us. Um, and we are currently on, we're out of the wartime era. Thank goodness. Um, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, package films. Package films. Yeah. We're done it, with it was, 
it was rough. I mean, they're like, like I mentioned before, I mean, they, 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 they had a purpose. They served their purpose. Um, you know, there was, I'm reading an article here about Cinderella. They talk about the, the package area and, and actually Walt Disney was, did have the ability to reduce some of his debt during that time. Um, so James disappeared, but, uh, so they had their purpose and, uh, but I'm glad they're over because now we can move on to uh, we're out of the wartime era into the Silver Age, which starts yes. with Cinderella. Using all the magic at his command, Walt Disney brings you his wondrous all-cartoon feature, Cinderella. Sparkling with pure enchantment, filled with lasting enjoyment, and overflowing with unforgettable entertainment. The thingamabob that does the job is Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo. Oh, Sonic There's also the fun of fascinating and humorous Disney characters who bring to life Cinderella's exciting story. Meet Jacques, Gus Gus, and Lucifer. And there's the magic of music in some of the happiest melodies ever heard. Is a wish your heart made. Cinderella, the 12th Disney animated feature film, uh, released, had its premiere on February 15th, 1950 in Boston. And then a week later, it premiered in Chicago and New York. And then it was generally released in the United States on March 4th of 1950. It is 74 minutes long. Um, Like I said, it is the 12th one. It's... Let's see. How do I want to characterize it in like thirty seconds or less? Um, girl's father dies. He married another woman who had two horrible daughters. They became her stepsisters. With the help of a fairy godmother, Cinderella is given a chance to attend the ball where she meets her prince, um, and they live happily ever after. That's a quick. But there's there's so much more more to it. I actually really enjoyed this movie. Um, me but too. Let me, 
Yeah, let me talk about a few things. Uh, Cinderella was voiced by Eileen Woods, um, which a, a cool, quick story about that real quick. I was watching something on YouTube about Eileen Woods, and she didn't intentionally try out for the voice of Cinderella. Uh, two, two of the guys that were writing some of the music had her sing some of the songs to send to Walt Disney as just, hey, these are, these are what we want to do with the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was just the person with, with the voice. They sent him to her or sent him to Disney, and Disney's like, that's who I want as the voice of Cinderella. So unintentionally, she tried out, uh, and um, she got the role of the voice of Cinderella. So um, it was on one of these – the video says it was on one of the VHS or DVD releases of Cinderella a couple of years ago. They had some extra stuff, and that was on there. I'll try to include the – the uh, YouTube link so you can check it out. It's a couple minutes long. Um, yeah, Eileen Woods voiced Cinderella. Eleanor oddly voiced the stepmother, and Verna Felton was the fairy godmother. Um, like I said, it was released in 1950, directed by Wilford Jackson, Hamilton Lusk, and a guy named Clyde Geronimi. Almost sounds like Geronimo, but it's not. Uh, 74 <laughs> minutes long. Um, it's got some very good songs. Uh, there were six songs that were included in the movie. Um, later soundtracks added some more songs. Um, but uh, the six major ones, Bippity Boppity Boo. So this is love, which I was telling you guys as I was getting ready for this podcast, writing some notes, those two came on um, the new uh, Disney hits station on Sirius XM. So I thought that was kind of weird. James said my Alexa's listening to me and she knew what I was doing. So, that's why those songs were played. But uh, a dream is a wish your heart makes. A song called Cinderella, the work song, and sing sweet Nightingale. Um, let's see. It was it received three Academy Award nominations uh, for best song, best scoring, and what was there was a third one, but it didn't win any of them, unfortunately. Um, during its original release. Uh, to the public, it was one of the highest grossing films of the year and Disney's most successful release since Bambi. Um, and it mentions here because of the wartime economic problems, Disney had to put out its package films. Uh, but by the end of the 1940s, Walt Disney was able to put together the financing for another full feature telling a single story, no package films. Um, he was able to put this together. It was uh, He was actually considering Cinderella, Peter Pan, and Alice in Wonderland for their first movie coming out of the, uh, the wartime era. Um, then it, then it came down to Cinderella and Alice in Wonderland. Cinderella was moving along faster. So, uh, that's the one that was released first. It was re-released in theaters in 1957, 1965, 73, 81, and 87. Uh, do you guys, or probably James, cause Cody wasn't born in 87, but do you remember ever going to see it in the theater, James? I do not remember seeing it in the theater, no. I don't either. It was released on video in 88, 1995. I, I could have swore I've seen it before 1988, but might not have. It was always a story that, I mean, even people who aren't Disney fans kind of know the story of Cinderella, you know, evil stepmother, evil stepsisters, yeah. etc. cetera. So, it's a story uh, that's been told a million different times. Yes, that it is has. true. Yep. Yeah. A few more notes. Um, it was, like I said, biggest, biggest hit since Snow White. Um, it was based on a French book 
by a guy named Charles Perrault, uh, titled Cinderella. There's a French name for it, but I'm not even going to try to. Oh, come on. It. Let's hear it with your best French accent. Let's hear uh, it. It's Cendrillon, uh, but I'm not going to do the French accent. So. <laughs> oh, come on. You just have to say the word again with a <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> Go ahead, James. Knock it out. Knock it out. Uh, the movie costs about three million dollars to make and a lot of insiders had said if this movie failed in the box office Walt Disney Studios would have been done Um, but they made it work it was a hit uh, greatest critical and commercial hit for the studio since like I said Snow White as well as its first commercial hit since Song of the South um, and helped reverse the studio's fortunes Um, critically acclaimed got a lot of honors uh, like i said academy award nominations the profits from its release and the additional profits from record sales music publishing publications and other merchandise gave disney the cash flow to finance a slate of productions uh, both animated and live actions create his own distribution company inner television production and began building disneyland um so yes uh, cinderella cinderella yeah. helped start it cinderella all was- they, they, they did, or she did. Uh, so, uh, and it says here in this IMDb thing, it says much like Cinderella, the Walt Disney studios had its own rags to riches story. So, um, so I'm glad it didn't fail. It wasn't Disney's first version of Cinderella either. During the early years, he produced a laughogram series and several short films based on fairy tales. And one of them was Cinderella. And it was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress in 2018 for being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So um, that is Cinderella. What are you guys' thoughts on Little Miss Cinderella? I think the movie's great. I really like it. Um... I was trying to go through some notes also, but it looks like you and I must have been looking at the same website. (laughs) I was looking at about three or four different ones and kind of just compiled some of the stuff. I think we were looking at the same three or four. (laughs) All right. One thing I thought was interesting was the uh, same actress for the Wicked Stepmother. She was also Maleficent in Sleeping Beauty. But that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, it might have been the end of them if it hadn't been uh, successful. I think... Walt Disney Studios, I read somewhere that they were like $4 million in debt at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. The transformation of Cinderella's dress during the movie from when they ripped it apart and it's all rags and and uh, into her gown uh, was considered to be Walt's favorite piece of animation. Um, Do you guys know what Cinderella's shoe size is? Four and a half. Yes. Isn't it an eight and a half? No, it's four and a half. Cody Trivia got it. Time. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I guess that was, I read somewhere that was mentioned in Cinderella part three, a twist in time. So yes. Which, yeah. I was going to bring that up. It, it has spawned a couple uh sequels, uh, straight to video sequels. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people say the third one, a twist in time is more of a true sequel than the second one was. I have never seen either, either sequels. So yeah. I guess I'm going to have to check them out. Um, yeah, but your, uh, your mother-in-law has them and I have seen all three. Oh, okay. And I can't, I can't really remember the second one, but I really remember the third. So I think that goes into saying that the third is a, a more of a true sequel than the second. So yeah. I actually remember the third being quite good. Now, 
that is my memory of me being like seven, give or take. So take that for what you will. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one was animated by uh, people that if you're a Disney fan, you will know the term Disney's Night Old Men. Um, it, all of them were, let's see, uh, the supervising animators of Cinderella were Mark Davis, Eric Larson, and Les Clark, which I think on my notes here, today in Disney history, Mark Davis was born. So I just wanted to bring that uh, up. Um, Frank yeah, Thomas this... was a supervising animator of Lady Good. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Frank Thomas was a supervising animator of Lady Tremaine. Milt Call was a supervising animator of the Fairy Godmother. Ollie Johnston was the animator for Drizilla Tremaine and Anastasia Tremaine. Ward Kimball, Wolfgang Ratherman, and John Lansbury were the supervising animators of Jack and Gus. And the voice of Jack and Gus was James McDonald or Jimmy McDonald. He was also one of the voices of Mickey Mouse back in the day. Um, you got names like Ward Kimball, uh, Norm Ferguson, animators of Bruno and Lucifer, the cat. Um, so there was some, some of Disney's most famous or popular animators working on this film and the next films coming up in our series. So, um, I think that's all I got on the animators. What were you going to say, James? <clears throat> I was just going to say, you mentioned that the nine, the nine old men worked on this. I was, I think this is the first film that they all worked on together, right? I believe you are correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that's all I was going to say. Nothing big. And at this, at this time, I think they were, they they were fairly young. I think they were in their thirties. So, yeah. um, so, so Cody, what are your thoughts on the movie? James liked it. I loved it. liked this movie as well. I am very glad that we are out of the wartime era package films. <laughs> there were little scenes in this that gave me scary flashbacks to the wartime package era films. Like oh. when Cinderella is like washing the floor or whatever. And you have all those bubbles and she's in the bubbles while she's singing that Nightingale song. I was just like, Oh no. I feel like Donald Duck's going to pop up at any moment. <laughs> but it's been a it long didn't. time since I've seen this movie. And I think when I think about this movie and the animation of it and the way characters look in the film, I think a lot of what I picture is how they look in, for instance, the third Cinderella movie, just a little bit more crisp, a little bit more modern. The voices that I remember, I think, are the voices I'm remembering from the third movie. Um, and so it was interesting to kind of see the original again and see how my memory of the film was not quite accurate to this film. Um, I was entertained from start to finish. I don't really remember the the narration kind of leading you into the film. So I thought that was interesting. That's not something I uh, remembered being a part of the movie, but I enjoyed the film. I also was looking at IMDB and James mentioned that the Lady Tremaine, the voice actress for Lady Tremaine also voiced Maleficent. But do you know who 
the voice actress for the fairy godmother who she also voiced without looking it up verna felton she uh voiced one of the characters in uh 101 dalmatians wasn't it um not according to imdb okay maybe i'm thinking of somebody else i think i know it but only because i saw because i read it earlier today so okay well what is it I think it's, isn't it also from Sleeping Beauty, the Red Fairy? Um, I don't know which color fairy, but yes, it is a fairy. It's Flora, whichever okay. color Flora is. Gotcha. Um, she voices Flora. She's also the voice of the Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Oh. Um, the Elephant in the Jungle Book. She's Aunt Sarah in Lady and the Tramp. Okay. So, and then she's been in a bunch of different things, but those are more or less her Disney credits. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. It is. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the character or the the woman I'm thinking of, because um, I thought I read something. It's not Eileen Woods. Um, ah, that's right. But. But anyways, yeah, I thought this movie was good. Uh, it's a classic. It's a it's a Disney classic. I mean, people take pictures in front of the Cinderella Castle in Walt Disney World on a daily basis. It's one of the most photographed places on the entire planet. So it is a classic, and and for good reason. Mm-hmm. I don't have really anything bad to say about this film. Do you have a do you, do, you, do you guys have a favorite song from the movie? Um, favorite song. I mean, I like them all. Um, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I feel stupid saying it, but I think "Bippity Boppity Boo" is my favorite song. <laughs> Oh, hold off on yours. It was actually the person I was thinking of was Helene Stanley. She was the, she was the live action reference for Cinderella and was also the live action reference for Aurora and Sleeping Beauty and for Anita Radcliffe in 101 Dalmatians. That's the woman I was thinking of. So she didn't gotcha. do the voices. She was the live action reference that they used to, to draw the character. So cool. Yeah. Cody, favorite song. We got Bippity uh, Boppity Boo for James. <laughs> Uh, it explains so much (laughs) Um, I would say that my favorite song from the film was A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes yeah I think that that was mine too Uh, although they're all good even that was was mine too I'm going to say that too (laughs) (laughs) and bippity boppity boop I mean, either one of those songs plays and you, I mean, you just, there, you just know that it's a Disney song. So, you know, it's Cinderella. Put it together yes. and what do you got? Yeah. Uh, so we got the two uh, direct to uh, video sequels. We got a live action remake, I guess you want to call it, or reimagining. Did you guys like the live action Cinderella? I loved it. Have you seen it? No. Yeah. So I, I liked it too. Oh, I know. No, I liked it. <laughs> I, I think it expanded on it a little more so you knew a little more. But I like yeah. it. 
And I was just joking I when I said I think it could have been a lot better. Really? Yeah, the live I, action one? Yeah, I think it could have been a lot better. Oh. I loved it. I thought it was great. I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't bad. I wanted it to be more. I think what's hard about Cinderella is maybe more than any of the other, maybe for exception Snow White, because I know there's been several adaptations of that story in like the last 10 years, but it's one of the more common ones that other studios, other filmmakers have, have done. Everyone's kind of put their own twist on it. And maybe it's just been so oversaturated within the last 70 years with all these different versions of Cinderella that maybe it's just hard to get a worthwhile live action movie out of that story. Cause it's just people know that story and it's just, I think it's one of those things where maybe my expectations were just too high. Right. Um, I like the actress. I love that actress that they picked for, for the live action Cinderella. Oh, and Lily James, I think her name. Lily is. James. Yeah, I watched uh, Mama Mia. Here we go again, the sequel to Mama Mia, and I was I, I really liked that actress. I was like, hey, I wonder what this girl's been in, and I looked it up, and it's like, I didn't even had no idea, but she was uh, Cinderella in the Cinderella. in the live action remake. Yeah. And then the, the guy that they had Prince Charming is uh, a major character in Game of Thrones. And I was like, oh, hey, that's really cool. Um, and so I liked a lot of the actors that they had in that movie. But I don't know. It just didn't come together all that great for me. Hmm. Yeah, but, I liked it. I liked it. So Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. Well, let's time to rate our movies. Um, all right. Our favorite part. Let's see what what we think. Who wants to go first? You do. I do. Yeah, I know you do. I do. I do. Let me uh, let me pull up my ratings here. So, all right. So we're on number twelve, Cinderella. Um, enjoyed it. Hadn't seen it in a while. I had seen the live action more recent than I have seen the animated, uh, which is which is why I like doing these because I get to. Uh, see some movies maybe I haven't seen in a while that I maybe just want to pull up. Um, the songs were good. Um, mm-hmm. I like, I mean, is there's not a lot of movies, Disney movies that I say, I, you know, the, the animation was horrible. I, I thought the animation was good. Like, like Cody said, if you watch the third one, probably the drawing is more crisp. It's a different time period. Uh, but I thought yeah. the animation was good. Um, I like the story of Cinderella and I give it an 85. 85. 85. So that actually comes in as my second highest. Nice. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Right, James, what do you got? Okay. Um, no, I really like this film. I think this film was great. I think there's a lot of good things to say about it. Um, in my mind, it's a film that helped save Walt Disney Studios. Um, it led to so many other things. It was a, a, a big hit. I think even after all these years, there's so many good things about it. The songs are great. Characters are great. Um, I, you should be an insurance salesman. You are really, this pitch is great. <laughs> I think this is a great story. It's a, I mean, this story has been told 
a million times, but I think that yeah. this animated feature is like one of the best. And yeah. I think that in the Disney uh, library of things, I think it's right, right up there near the top. So I gave it a 97. Nice. That is James's <laughs> highest. That is my highest, isn't it? Yeah, that is your highest. Yeah, I, I think this is a great movie. Like it's, it's, it's fantastic. I think it's awesome. What is that? Our second highest rating behind Jason's one hundred for Pinocchio. Yeah, yep. the most perfect think, film ever. Yep. I yeah, that is seven. Is yep. It's right up there. I don't think Cody's hit nineties yet. Nope. He's he's a uh, he's a uh, saving that for the ones that came out in the nineties. He's saving that for home on the range. <laughs> All right, Cody, what no. do you think? No, home <laughs> on the range. I can't wait to deliver my first zero in home on the range. <laughs> uh, just for principle. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I really liked this movie. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I was entertained. I had some laughs. I watched it with the li- the wife. She had some laughs. Had she so ever seen it before? Been, yes. She okay. had, but it had been a long time for both of us. 10, okay. 10 plus years easily. 15 okay. plus years, maybe, you know, it's been a lo- It's been a while. Um, and so I dubbed the, this movie with thy rating of an 85. Wow. You guys are dead on. All right, not bad. So that brings the average for Cinderella to an 89, which puts it at our number two movie behind Pinocchio. Uh, And not a very big difference between our scores, 12 points between the lowest and the highest. Um, So is that your highest movie, Cody? Oh, um, It is. Well, it sure is. Oh, one point higher than Dumbo. Dumbo, yeah. Which you and James both had to add at 84. So that was our closest movie between the three of us. We only had a three-point difference in Dumbo. So, all right. Well, I did get a rating from a listener who just happens to be my sister. So um, I wanted to share that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Amber. Uh, She's actually... I don't know if I mentioned she's living in Tokyo right now with her husband and her family and they're going to Tokyo Disneyland, I believe next month. So nice. yeah, I'm a little jealous. Um, and I hope to met get her. Amber before, right? You have. Yes. Long time ago. Long time ago, probably long time ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So she sent me a rating, um, and she is at a 92 for Cinderella, which is, would be her highest rated film and only three points higher than, than what our average is. So, um, very Just, cool. Uh, about four points lower than James and about nine points higher than us. Um, five points, oh, lower. seven yeah. points higher than us. Yeah. Seven points higher than us, five points lower than James. So, you know, right around the average. Um, yeah. yeah. And then you had someone that you knew that submitted a ranking or two, right? Maybe just one. Yeah, I got a a rating for Pinocchio from my sister-in-law and my brother. Okay. Uh they said that they only they've only watched Pinocchio so far um and apparently they had some 
issues with this <laughs> film. All right. Uh, because Amy, my sister-in-law, ranked Pinocchio as a 65. Wow. And 65. Rush, my brother, ranked Pinocchio as 40. 40? 40? What? <laughs> did you say 40? I did say 40. <laughs> Man. So six, 65 but, and 40. They hate Disney? I, uh, I saw I saw them this last weekend, and one of the first things Amy says to me, she says, "Cody, can we talk about how bad Pinocchio is?" <laughs> what does she mean? Uh, she so that had some- that is so okay. Now, granted, me and James are around the same age. Uh, you and Rush are around the same age, right? Uh, he let's see. Da, 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 da. And, and- and he Amy? turns 30 this year, I think 29 or 30. So he's okay. got six he's got a years, couple on me. years on me. So he's around Amber's age. Cause she was, she'll be 30 this year, I believe. Sorry okay. to say your age, Amber, but oh, well get over it. <laughs> um, so her and Rush are around the same age. It, it's yes. okay. So their, their scores are a little off. It's just interesting. Our, our three averages for us is a 91.3 for the movie of Pinocchio. For Amber, Amy, and Rush, their average is 60.3. So a whole 31 points lower. Wow. Uh, And their score is more closer to Cody's score at a 78. Um, So, yeah, maybe it's maybe just younger crowds, maybe. So we're seeing the difference between the boomers and the millennials and then the Gen Z. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So so as she pulled you aside and and said – let me tell you how horrible it is, or let's talk about how horrible it is. Did they, did they talk about it a little bit? Did they explain their ratings a little bit? I mean, do you have any insight to to where they came up with those numbers? Yeah. Why was it Um, horrible? I did. I didn't get anything from rush, but uh, Amy said that she just had some issues with some of the plot points. Uh, There were just some things that were kind of very loosely strung together in her opinion. Um, She feels that Pinocchio really did nothing to warrant being turned into a real boy. He was told that he had to be good. And overall, he didn't really do anything all that good. <laughs> That's a fair point. He saved so, Geppetto. Uh, he saved Geppetto. Yeah, but why was he in a whale to begin with? Because it's a Disney story. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was fishing and got caught up. So I, I, I think th- those were her two biggest things that she happened to okay, to gotcha. say to me. We didn't really have the time to, to overly get into it. Gotcha. Right. Um, but I, no, think- I do, I do, I do appreciate the ratings, Amy, but could you say Geppetto from a whale? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, now we've lost a listener, Jason. <laughs> yeah. You can't no. just attack the listener like that. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I appreciate him. I mean, no, it's it? just interesting to, to hear other people's like what they think, you know, granted it, it, it is from, you know, way. I mean, I mean, I wasn't even born yet when Pinocchio, James was still a toddler when Pinocchio was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I, obviously I rated it a hundred. I think it's the, I think it's the best Disney movie of all time. Now, am I associating with that, with what I think is the, the greatest song of all time, which to me is the unofficial theme song to Disneyland. Um, I don't know, you know, 
I think it's a great story. Uh, but oh, and yeah. she also said that uh, when he was on Pleasure Island, and everyone started turning into donkeys, that he just up and left him. He said, "Screw this! Save yourselves, guys! I'm out of here." If you guys start turning into donkeys, I'm I'm out too. So see no loyalty. I mean, that is no exactly loyalty. what I said to her. But it goes towards her point of did he deserve to be turned into a yeah. real boy for being good? Right. right. He up and left those kids. Understandable. Not you know, and, and and then if you want to take it a step further, what could he have really done for? But they were past um, the point of no return. He recognized that and he realized he needed to get out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, so yeah. sounds but, like I mean, sounds, you know what? It sounds like she's got some valid points and put some thought into it. So yeah. I think that that's good. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, yeah. That's awesome. I was surprised um, that she felt so strongly about it, which is great. Right. Um, definitely not criticizing her for that, but I just thought it was funny because it was just like right out of left field. It's like, right. can we talk about how bad this movie was? <laughs> And it, it kind of threw me for a loop because it wasn't the reaction I was expecting. Especially right. and I was like, oh, Jason's not going to like this one. Knowing that <laughs> no, I, for Jason, I think it is the pinnacle of I Disney movies. I think it's great. <laughs> oh. yeah. It's interesting that how different our averages from us to, to, the, to the three that have given us. And I know once my daughter gives me hers, it's going to lower their average even more because I don't think she's a fan of Pinocchio. Oh. So. Um, interesting yeah you'll need you'll need to find out why you, yeah you're gonna have to get the reasons to see if they are in line with amy or if they're right on a whole new set of reasons because they could be yeah because she's never really said why she's just like eh, i don't really like that movie but uh so we'll we'll see hopefully she she's she's a teenager so she's got all kinds of things going on but hopefully she gives me some ratings soon none of them are worth her time more than this I, yeah, that's what I say. That's what you, I say. You say you want to hang out with your boyfriend. You're watching Disney movies. <laughs> you guys have to hang out here and watch the movie in so. order. No yeah. Moana yeah, you, entangled. Start from you, number one and work yeah. your you, way up. If you do that, make that stipulation for her, then you can get two ratings. I can. Yeah, exactly. No. Turn exactly. it into a family evening and then you can get like five <laughs> ratings. Yeah, I should. There you go. So, no, thanks, Amy. Thanks, Rush, for your, for your, um, for your yes. ratings. I know, I know they're probably anxiously awaiting a certain movie that. Uh, yeah, which, we're gonna get two one hundreds <laughs> when that film rolls around. Yeah, yeah. What film's uh, that? Or should we the not Emperor's say? New Groove? That's yeah. their oh. favorite movie. Yeah, I've never yeah. even seen that one. Uh, it's oh, I, it's funny. I love it. I mean, there's yeah. there's so it's many got quite a few good one liners. Yeah, there's so yeah. many one liners in there that uh, it's great. I mean. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys. Uh, I've seen a lot of just generic people on YouTube articles say that it's one of, you know, if if you were to have a list of underrated Disney movies, that's definitely on there. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I like the. I mean, David Spade is in it. Patrick Warburton is Kronk. Uh, David Spade's Cusco. So, th- yeah. those guys are hilarious. Um. So. Just thinking about it now, and I'm laughing. You know, if I have time, uh, stick around till after the uh, the we're done with the show, and I'll see if I can throw in some 
uh, Emperor's New Groove one one liners in the back. <laughs> oh, so, there we go. Yeah, little little treat Pretty, for Russian Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Now I got to do it, so I I got to go find some. So uh, some that I some that I could borrow from YouTube or something. We'll see. Yeah, for for Christmas a couple of years ago, I got Rush some Funko Pops, and I got him uh, Kuzco, Kronk, and and Isma. I got him the three. Uh, okay. Yeah, very cool. All right, well, thanks, guys. Um, and that wraps up Cinderella. Unless you guys got anything more to say about Cinderella. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Next week. Must be the stroke of midnight. Next week, yeah. <laughs> we're about to, about to turn back Almost. into a <laughs> – Our carriage is turning back into a pumpkin, and we done left a shoe at the palace. So, um it's time to get out of here soon, but we do have a Disney A to Z to get to. So, you know, like Amy's going to watch this movie and be like, everything went back to its original form, except this glass slipper. Why did right. the glass slipper not disappear with everything else? <laughs> 35. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you had told me that you got you got some ready from him that I wouldn't be happy. But so I, I was trying to guess what I figured hers was lower than that. Uh, oh, I was thinking fifties. Okay. Uh, did Rush say anything? No, no? Um, I didn't get to talk to him directly about it. I texted her today and just asked if he had the same reasons as she did. Okay, and she just says, "Yeah, I think so." So, okay, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So wait till we get to Emperor's New Groove. I'm going to give it a 20. Yeah, and what? Bring a, that a average year? down. Yeah, <laughs> in a year. It take us to get to that movie? <laughs> Quite a while. Uh, 2022, maybe? We'll see. We'll okay. see. Maybe maybe we'll have to speed, speed things up. We'll do two I'm or three be, episodes a week. I'm going to be old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know if I can handle you guys two or three times a sure week. Sure you can. Sure you can. <laughs> You guys are making me sprout gray hairs like nobody's business. All right. So that's Cinderella. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, the 13th animated film, Alice in Wonderland, Um, which it's been a while since I've seen Alice in Wonderland. I've seen the Johnny Depp live actions more recent than I've seen the, um, the animated version. And I'm excited I, for this one. Yeah, I, I found though it with people that I've talked to about Alice in Wonderland in the past, either people like it or they hate it. There's no really middle. Um, but we'll discuss that next week. So Alice in Wonderland, which almost was the twelfth animated feature, but it became the thirteenth. Yep. So with that, we'll 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 move into our last segment of the night, a little uh Disney A to Z, a little random Disney A to Z. And with that, uh, we'll have Cody give us our introduction. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. Looks like our wheel stopped on page 20 or number 20. Uh, so it looks like on this page, James, there are one, two, three, four, five entries. Uh, which one do you want? I I don't know why, but I feel a lot of pressure right now. <laughs> two of them. 
two of them are fairly long. Obviously, with only five entries on the one page, the two of them are fairly long. So we'll see. We'll see which one you pick. I am going to say number four. One, two, three, four. All right. Uh, You picked Alice in Wonderland, a lesson in appreciating differences. It was an educational film that was released in 1978. The film stresses appreciating others for their differences is an important quality in mature young people. Uh, Some of the other ones you could have chosen. The first one was Alice in Wonderland. If you'd have chosen one, it'd have been (laughs) Alice in Wonderland, the animated feature. Number two was Alice in Wonderland, the Johnny Depp versions. Uh, (laughs) Number three was Alice in Wonderland, fantasy dark ride at Disneyland. And then number five, you didn't choose was Alice in Wonderland maze, which is a uh, fantasy land attraction in Shanghai. And there's actually one in uh, Paris, but it's called Alice's curious labyrinth uh, in Disneyland Paris, which that one's kind of cool little area to be in. But um, so I mentioned it's kind of relevant because next week we're going to be talking about Alice in Wonderland, the animated feature, not the, lesson in appreciating differences version, which I've never seen. Uh, I know back in the re-release that (laughs) That back in 60s, 70s, I know Disney did a lot of uh, educational films for schools and stuff. So we'll come across those every once in a while. So there's our random Disney A to Z. Um, All right. I like, I like looking through that book. So if you haven't bought that, you need to get a copy or you can go to d23.com and they basically have it on there. So, um, have I mentioned to you guys, I found a couple inches on there and it's going to sound bad that are wrong. Uh, Oh really? Yeah. And I actually emailed the Disney A to Z people and I never heard back from them <laughs> and the entries still haven't changed. I, one of them, I forgot they had a date wrong. Uh, I think they flipped numbers or something. It was just clerical stuff, but yeah. I figured I'd hear back from him and say, Hey, thank you, Jason. Would you like to come work for us? <laughs> yeah. But nope. So, so that would be a very cool job. As we're preparing for the next episode and watching Alice in Wonderland, I just did find the lesson in appreciating differences educational short film on YouTube. So looks like it's nine minutes long. I'm so gonna check it out. There you go. We can check that one out as well. There you go. Cody looks super I'll, enthusiastic. I'll check it out right after this. <laughs> I'm tired, man. I'm, no, I'm excited to watch it, really. <laughs> All right. Well, Cody, before before Cody uh, falls asleep, let's uh, let's finish this up. So, uh, social media. Right. If you uh, want to follow us more than uh, than the podcast, you can check us out on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. On Instagram, we're at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us at talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. If you got any comments, questions, concerns, you want to submit your ratings for the movies that we've watched or that we will watch in the future. And you can check out our website at www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where you'll always find the latest episode loaded first before it makes its way out to streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and whatever whatever streaming service you are on. And if you can't find our podcast on your streaming service, shoot us an email at talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com and I'll see about getting it added. Um, 
so that's all I got. We're going to, um, in the next week or so, I'm going to be introducing a new talking Disney podcast logo. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, and Some then t-shirts Well, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the goal. Well, I, I need a, I need a logo so I can make a t-shirt for taste of Disney next week. Or touch of Disney. That's what I meant. <laughs> All right. Dang uh, it. You, you Dang cannot, it. You, you, you can no longer go. You got to give your ticket to me now. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, James, James was just testing me to see if I would, I would catch yes, it. I caught it. Exactly. So did I pass? Thank, you passed. Thank you. I'm glad you All did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can, uh, I can, I can send you the logo tomorrow. Cool. Uh, it's fairly it large. It's, it's huge. So, uh, which is what uh, you want your logo in case you got to make it smaller. It's better yep. to go from big to small than try to make it bigger. Cause then it doesn't always work out. Right. So. Yep. All right. Well, that's all I got. Cody, James, any last minute alibis? I'm good. Before Cody goes to bed and James gets ready for a taste of Disney. <laughs> Make an extra shirt, James. I'll pay you for it. Okay. okay. All right. I want me a shirt. <laughs> um, well, that's all we got then. Uh, thanks for taking your time out listening, uh, taking time out of your day Just to check you. us out. Thanks to Amy and Rush for sending in your uh, Pinocchio ratings. Uh, even though I may not agree with them, I really do appreciate it. It's fun to hear what other people think. So. Uh, yes. One Thank one you. time, a wise man, a wise old man, once told me, "I would agree with you, but then we both be wrong." Thank you, James. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so that's all we got. Um, until uh, until next time, we will uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. See you real soon. Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-